Hey there, welcome to another Friday edition of Lamo Friday. How was your day? How was your week? How's it been since last Friday till today? I am very sure that God has been gracious. God has been faithful to us. God has kept us. He has helped us. Businesses have been moving and we all have to give him the thanks, right? We all have to say thank you, Jesus. So thank you, Jesus, for last week. Thank you, Jesus, for this week. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that you did for us you helped us with throughout the week and now we are here again on another lamor friday um um it's only your grace it's only your mercies it's only your preservation that has kept us this far and we give you all the praise lord now and forevermore in jesus name amen thank you for another session we we lift this session to your hands and we ask that you teach us yet again your word that you you enlighten the eyes of our understanding that will get to know you better and better and better through your word practically too in jesus everlasting name i pray amen let the holy spirit of wisdom flood the atmosphere as we begin to teach today's session in jesus name amen so um Last week we talked about voices, right? And uh, we we said a lot, like we said a whole lot. There's over an hour, an over an hour session, and we said a lot about the different voices in the world, and the most important one, which is the voice of God. How to learn God's voice, how to discard other voices, and you know, stay firmly rooted in knowing God's word. And it was a whole lot of you know information. And revelation from John 10 last week today we are gonna be talking about finances yeah we're gonna be talking about finances okay and I want you to please send this link to as many people as you can anchor.fm forward slash my identity is light you can also send our Facebook link to as many people as you can it's facebook.com forward slash my identity is light and call as many people in the house let's listen to this thing called finance let's listen to this topic sorry called finances okay um what did jesus have to say about it what does god have to say about it and what do we have to say about it right so from the next episode we start all right i love you From the basic definition of finances, we can say that it's the commercial activity of providing funds and capital. We can also say it's simply assets in the form of money, okay, or the branch of economics that studies the management of money and other assets. These are dictionary definitions, by the way. Okay, so whenever we talk about finances and our minds first cast on money, we are exactly right. Finances talk about money in in the most basic terms. Okay, so when it comes to when it comes to talking about money, really, people's um, attitude towards it uh, it's different. Sometimes, usually, critical, right? People are critical about money. You no, know, insecure too about money. Okay, so well, what do you want to talk about, or what do you want to say that I've not heard before, or? is whatever you're going to tell me going to bring me more money do you understand it's like if if what you're saying is not going to give me money i don't think i'm interested sometimes when you're marketing your goods people are just waiting for you to jump to the part where you tell them how much so they can you know size of their pocket and drop you off or okay let me give it a try do you understand so People's attitude towards money are different. Some are loose with it. Some are um, tight-fisted with it. But either ways, it's here. It's been here, and it's likely going to be here for a very long time. I don't. I don't know. Can you think of a world where we are not using money? Hmm. Can you? Can you think of a world where we are not using money? I don't know. Maybe in heaven, surely. But 
I don't know about here, but so it's here. It's it's been here to stay. Okay, but what does God say about money? That's what we're going to find out today. On this episode, we're going to start with money, mammon. Is it evil? Is money evil? Is money evil? I'm asking you. <laughs> no, money in itself is not evil. It's it's a paper. Do you understand? It's a paper or a coin at most. All right. It's it's not evil. It's just a paper. It's just a coin that has had value placed on it. Before now, it used to be cowries. Yeah, those white things. That's what people used to count as money. You know, it's probably used to be wood as well. It it it, it used to be shells. <laughs> Very crazy thing. It's just see the basic definition of money is anything that has value on it and that can be exchanged for value, either an equivalent value or not. So your phone can be money, your house can be money, your clothes can be money, and you see it actually has changed over the time. What people have used as currency has changed over time. Therefore, we can expect that it will still change over time. One day, they may just wake up and say, you know what, paper isn't it anymore. Uh, We want stones, precious stones or some kind of weird stones. If, if, if If you don't have these, then I'm sorry, you cannot transact. Okay, so whatever has value okay and can be exchanged for value is money so money in itself is not evil but jesus talked about the unrighteous mammon okay he talked about the unrighteous mammon and um, in matthew 6 24 jesus compared serving god with serving mammon suggesting that we'll have to pick one do you understand he was he he put it in the light of serving you can't serve god and serve mammon at the same time you will love one and hate the other there was no middle ground there was no third option there was no um, god and loving god and money or hating god and money you 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 are going to, you are very most likely going to pick one do you understand so in this regard jesus spoke of mammon as a god or a master that can be served or be devoted to you understand so that means behind the paper and the coins there is a master waiting to enslave and that is evil not the paper not the coin the 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 master behind it the greed and the lust behind it that that's waiting to enslave men is is what is evil you get it so money is not evil money helps us buy things buy things that we need okay things that we value books that we read education we get houses we buy shelter the basic necessities of life money helps us to purchase them but when it's becoming, um, when it gets to the fact, the part where we are now enslaved to money, that is when it is evil. Okay, I really need you to understand this. All right. In itself, money is not evil, but the spirit of mammon backing it up can be evil, and it is evil. Okay, the fruit of what we do with money would tell us who controls us god or mammon do you understand just said by the fruits you shall know them by the fruits of what you do with money by the fruit of your attitude towards money by the fruit of your dispensation towards money we will know who is controlling you we will know who who you are serving or who is enslaving you do understand and something key to note is that money without control is bad paper coins 
wood stones whatever is the currency if you have no control is bad if there is so much money in circulation economics will tell you that's that's a, a, a form of inflation there is so much money few goods is bad like what are easy your money to do uh, in genesis the, the genesis 40 something thereabouts joseph when joseph was you know in charge of egypt now and all that and there was famine in the land they came to meet him and they said see money fails like what are we using money to do when we don't have food give us food we'll sell ourselves we'll sell our cattle we'll sell our land just don't we don't want to die give us food there was money they couldn't use it to do anything there was no food in the land do you understand so it's bad and if you cannot control yourself if you cannot control money do you understand like your money tells you what to do like you step into <laughs> you step into a supermarket and you know it tells you buy this buy that buy this pay for this pay for that and you you don't have any control yourself you, <laughs> it is bad as well so money without control whatever regards that you you look at it or you examine it from it is bad but what about luke 18 verse 24 somebody may be thinking what about luke 18 24 where jesus said how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of god does it mean that those with wealth would never inherit the kingdom of god what about the rich man and lazarus the rich man went to hell lazarus went to heaven abraham's bosom what about the rich fool what about the 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 beatitude blessed are the poor why does it feel as if so many scriptures um, paint the rich in a poor light it's, it's, it's as if it's a sin to be rich or it's dangerous or it's risky right to to be rich why 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 and why does so many scriptures paint the rich in a poor light now the truth is this on every account if you look closely mammon was the problem and not the physical cash it was mammon and not the physical cash okay for everyone who trusts in mammon cannot enter into the kingdom of god trusting in another master whatever it is whether it's money even if it's water trusting in another master is already distrusting god there are no middle grounds okay it's either here or here you you cannot be trusting in god and trusting water you can't be trusting god and trusting yourself at the same time it's either you are trusting in god or you are trusting in money pick your side do you get it the, the rich fool beat his chest as as the one who gave himself wealth okay that's it oh my soul look at how much you have got it look at how you are going to eat reflect you enjoy that's 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 what me <laughs> that's what made god kill him right it wasn't the money it wasn't the 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 wealth of his barn it was his heart pride and face it mammon would never give glory to god do you understand it is it is a spirit that is in rebellion with god the devil and every of his angels demons are in rebellion with god so the devil won't say thank you jesus it won't make you even think that god had a hand in this prosperity that lie you understand the rich man and lazarus the rich man lacked piety okay the rich man lacked piety it wasn't the fact that he was rich it, it's it was actually the fact that even when he was rich he couldn't reach out to somebody who was at his gate so close to him he 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 lacked piety for the poor and i've actually seen this play out like i've seen it a, a poor woman always sitting by this rich man's house big house and all that so check it closely every time you, you you see god talking about or you see the scriptures talking about the rich look at it closely abraham isaac jacob were successively rich okay 
and none of them transferred wealth to the other. So from the scratch, they became wealthy. God, God saw it through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, rich people, David, Solomon, they were rich. Do you understand? So God is not against the rich. Okay. Riches are not evil. God is not against rich people, but what is your dispensation towards riches? When riches drop in your hands right now, if I were to give you 5 billion, what now, pounds, euro, not that, that. if I were to give you 5 million, anything, <laughs> what will you do with it? That's where the major problem is. Because it's as, 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 as it is in your heart. That's what you will do. As it's in your heart is what you will do. It's not, it's not when, it's not, <laughs> oh God. It's not when you have the five million that you will start deciding what to do. It's what has been in your heart. As they are giving you the money, you will just start doing it. And you'll be wondering why you are behaving the way you are behaving. It's, it's, it's just you. Okay, so please, money is not bad. Money in itself is not bad. Mammon is the problem. Mammon is the problem. If money isn't evil, why then is it so hard to get? There's a saying that money makes the world go round. Okay, um, they say this because with money we can buy or afford everything in this world, in this physical world. Okay. Um, I don't know, Sha, but I feel that when we say that the ego of mammon is hyped, right? I think I think God makes everything go round. Think about it. God makes everything go round. It's factual that you know money makes the world go round. It's factual. People people want to prove it to you, but it is not the truth. Now, I'm going to share one secret with you in the next episode. I'm going to share one secret with you that's going to change your, your thinking so much about money, especially about mammon. So stay tuned. Now, here's a secret about mammon. It's what has helped me over the years, helped me understand, and it helps me be in the right position. Okay, now Mammon rules in two ways either of two ways. The first is that it'll make you feel like you don't have it, it, it makes you feel, in fact, it makes you believe that you don't have it. You, you 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 don't have money it's, it just keeps letting you see your inadequacies the the ones that people have that you don't have okay you literally beg for it you'd kiss its shoes you'd do all sort of nonsense to try to get it because it it, it, it gets to your mind that see you you don't have it okay people wake up saying okay um we are poor those ones are rich. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have. You know, I can't afford it. Have my money not rich? That kind of thing. I don't have money in my bank account. My bank account is really red, and um, so many other things. It it makes you see the things that you can't afford. Okay, and it won't pour itself to you. It won't. It just makes you feel like you don't have money. That's just the thing. It intimidates your mind. It enslaves your mind in that way. It makes you believe that you don't have it. And the second way is that it pours itself to you. Gives itself to you in abundance. Okay? Such that you are floating on the world. You see celebrities, you know, have all the money in the world. You you can see from the crazy things that they do that there is something wrong right even if they, they in okay in a sense that they, they will tell you that we work hard for the money genocide i work hard for my money right all you see is what you have done mammon shows you what you have done i have i work hard for my money it's 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 
shows you how much money you have to spend you know just wake up one money and buy cars fill your compound buy mansion and you're the only one living in it and <laughs> fill up your bonds do you understand it's it shows you that you have it and makes you forget god because you will never remember to give god glory for it do you understand you you would you would forget god after all you can't afford everything that you need right you have the money you can buy a church if you are if you're angry let's buy a church buy the pastor buy the congregation just don't you can't do anything you have money right those are two ways that that's the god the spirit of mammon not the god now the spirit of mammon operates proverbs 30 verse 8 to 9 says give me neither this is labor praying give me neither re- poverty nor riches feed me with food needful for me lest i be full and deny you and say who is the lord or lest i be poor and still and take the name of my god in vain just give me food needful for me first timothy 6 6 says but godliness with contentment is great gain all right so back to the question why is it so hard to get money why is it why is money so hard to get it is simply because you think you don't have it it's in your mind for as a man thinks in his heart so is he and out of our hearts flows the issues of life if you think you don't have it you will always struggle to get it if you think you don't have shoes you would never wear the shoes in your closet you will go out begging for it you'll try to steal you try to pose you want to borrow you know you will do things because of what you think and what you think is usually what you will believe and what you believe you will start to act it's simple bible principles do you understand simple bible principles the first issue is your is your is your mind okay the first issue is your mind you are you are thinking that it's something that you need to struggle to get but it's not another reason may be the economic situation in your country which makes you think and believe that you don't have it in a country where um the journalists are interested in bad news it's like the the it's like bad news makes hottest gist so they tell you that your country is the poorest in the world they tell you that um so so politicians stole so so money they tell you um people there are no jobs they, they, they tell you so many things and what does these things do they kill your hope they give you a wrong picture to believe do you understand and so you start behaving and acting according to what you have been hearing according to what you're seeing you take it as your new reality you you money makes the world go round okay it's 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 somebody started it somebody started it and it's what a lot of people believe so i'm gonna ask again if i drop riches in your hand right now what will you do with it what will you do with it what did jesus say about money the truth is when it comes to us christians our story is different our life is different our own (laughs) our case is different okay when it comes to christians we are different our thinking must not be conformed to the mindset of this unbelieving world around us whether the dollar rate is high or not whether the country is looking like something that's going to be um capsized or what's this word now uh 
we're gonna lose our independence something like that colonized thank you like it's gonna be colonized again whether whatever they are saying eh, it's not as if they're not concerned your body it doesn't really affect you that's the thing you you are different when it comes to christians you are different our thinking is different so we we are not to think the foolish way mammon wants us to think do you understand yeah why not to think the foolish way mammon wants us to think a life with christ is the wealthiest life ever christ is the biggest asset any man could ever have he never wears off he never diminishes there is no going high and going low uh, inflation deflation with jesus he never dies and he's a transferable wealth to generations to come the bible says that a good man will leave inheritance for his children's children his grandchildren what really can he give but jesus christ what really can he give but jesus christ so at this juncture i'll pause to say that i hope you have this highly treasurable asset called jesus christ if you haven't but you're interested in please say this simple prayer with me dear lord jesus i have heard and believe that you are the wealthiest asset a man can have i receive you today freely into my heart i confess unto salvation that i am born of god thank you for dying for me thank you for being poor so i would be rich in all things lord i acknowledge you as my lord and savior now and forever in jesus name amen if you said this prayer congratulations you are now in the kingdom of god do well to reach out to me um on facebook it's facebook.com forward slash my identity is light and you can leave me a voice message on anchor.fm forward slash my identity is light or whatever podcast that you listen to me from please do well to get on to me i want to know i want to know i want to help i want to talk to you i want to congratulate you because this is the best place that you can be in. christ is the best place the safest place the most secure place economically secure place that you can be in forever for life okay thank you i love you when we return we're going to start with what did jesus say about money be right back great great to have you back okay so what did jesus say about money jesus inferred that money is entrusted to us the children of god when it comes to us we 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 get it by trust okay the silver and gold belongs to god not mammon can you imagine it's not even his own the silver is mine says the lord the gold is mine the cattle upon the the thousand hills are mine okay the earth and all that dwell in it belongs to god including the diamonds under the earth including the gold including every mineral every element every precious stone the topaz the sapphire everything belongs to god and he gives it to us by trust god entrusts us he 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 wants people who are managers of his resources, not people who will take it and own it. Do we get this? Not people who will take it and own it and call it mine. It is mine. This is what I did. This is what I acquired. Everything that we are and would ever be is by the grace and mercies of God. Everything that we would ever have was given to us. No matter how much work you did, you were given. Okay? So how abundantly wealthy would be or not depends on how well god trusts us with money would you give ten thousand naira to a two-year-old to buy biscuits or, or 
chewing gum. You won't do that. And even if you wanted to give that much money to the child, you would give it to the parents, right? Because you haven't yet trusted a two-year-old with 10,000 there. No matter how wealthy you are. Okay? As long as there is wisdom with you. Thank you. (laughs) So God needs to trust us. God needs to trust us. And we need to prove ourselves by being faithful to other people's wealth. Like our parents. Jesus said, um, if you are not faithful with your righteous mammon, who will give you your own? Who will give you the true riches? If you are not faithful with other people's goods, who would give you your own? People work in government um, houses and government jobs and they'll be like, it's not my father's job anyway. So I do what I can and I'll go. You don't take people's job as though it were yours. You understand? And even when we we have parents, right? When when they send us errands and there's change, do you return your parents' change? Because God needs to trust you. Love begins at home. Charity begins at home. Discipline begins at home. Okay? If you are not disciplined at home, we can't take your spirituality in the church seriously we can't take your spirituality when you are doing evangelism seriously it has to start from home it has to be seen glaring at home so do you return your parents change number two is that jesus said we are giving according to our ability we are giving according to our ability the last um the last point is actually from luke 16 i believe luke 16 from verse 10 okay now here in matthew 25 verse 15 we know about the parable of the talents if you don't know just check it out matthew 25 the 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 parable of the talents he gave one five he gave the other two he gave the other one one according to their own abilities some of us have not gened our mind we have not developed our minds and abilities to receive more than one or two talents and yet we eye people who have five talents who are actually making gain because everything about money and the kingdom of god is actually gain he he gives us gifts for profiting he gives us money for profiting do you understand there is always a reason he doesn't just give it to us because he wants to give it to us you get it even when he just wants to give it to us <laughs> we are still going to have to use it well you understand so how well have you developed your money sense how well have you developed your abilities to save to invest to multiply this five into ten or two into four or even one into two and why can't we even multiply one into five do you understand so god will always give us according to our ability whether we like it or not whether we are jealous or not whether we are envious of other people or not whether we are tired and frustrated and in fact we don't want anything if it's not big we don't want it or not he will give us according to our ability you know why because god loves us you understand there are some we read in proverbs 30 a while ago um there's some wealth that if God should give it to you, you will, you, oh God, you will go to hell. <laughs> you will just go to hell. You understand? You will forget God. You will curse God. You would do all sorts of nonsense because your mind, your mind is not developed. You don't have the ability to handle it. And when you go to hell, you will blame God. You understand? You will blame God that it's the wealth that you give to me. I couldn't handle it. Why did you give me so much? Do you understand? So God loves us and he won't, he would give us according to our abilities. Number three in Luke 12, 21 NLT version says, Jesus said, yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. So the, the third point is that Jesus talked about priority. He talks about priority. Our priority on earth is not money. It is God. It's not education. 
it's not marriage it's not um shelter or, or the basic needs it's not needs right it's god these things are to come after god do you understand so jesus talked about priority okay if while if you are scrambling and working hard waking up early in the morning going to bed late at night eating the bed the bread of sorrows <laughs> and god is not your priority i'm sorry but it's really a bread of sorrow you get it so it'd be foolish to stop riches for ourselves and make that our priority if you're not talking money you're talking nonsense stuff like that <laughs> Uh, very funny but if 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 god is not our priority it will be very distracting money will be very distracting it will distract us from our purpose instead of getting us there it will get us far away because trust me the spirit of mammon is in rebellion to god he doesn't want you to fulfill the purpose that god has created you for so that god will not be glorified do you understand so we need to be wise okay number four is that jesus talked about paying tax to the government and to the church in luke 20 25 jesus said render therefore to caesar the things which are caesar's and render unto god the things which are god's okay so that's basically saying pay to the government pay your tax and when you come to church pay your tithe exercise your civic right no no god won't give you money and expect you or condone your irresponsibility you are in a community you interact with the road with the schools with uh, the banks you understand you you interact with the economy you should contribute to the sustenance of the economy in one way or the other if if tax is what is called then pay tax okay the same thing is the same thing it is with church you you come to church sundays sometimes weekdays too you listen to the word of god you sit on chairs you don't know how much it's how much it is for the battery in the microphone you don't know how much it is for the sound system you don't know how much it is for the air conditioner you just want to come to church be blessed and go home take pictures and go home it's it's an irresponsible life yeah and and god god is not interested in entrusting wealth to people who are going to be irresponsible about it so pay your tight and pay your tax okay it's required of you the church is also an administration and it needs money to run most of its activities that you enjoy weekly okay so pay your taxes number five is jesus talked about budgeting in luke chapter 14 from verse 28 okay to about 30 he gave us a smart money management wisdom of sizing what we have against what we intend to do before we even start okay so that we can finish it all right um where i used to stay at school there are a lot of uncompleted buildings there so many in fact today i was working with my friend and she, she, we looked at one and she said i mean what was remaining was just to roof the house and put doors like why could even if it's just to borrow money and just finish it why why would you just leave something erect something to this level and then you leave it you understand and it was about the same example that jesus gave don't don't let people laugh at you okay don't let people mock you god will not cover your shame there you will you will face it If you are going to start something, if you're going to do something, consider, sit down, learn about it. You want to jump into an investment plan, read everything you know about it, understand it, picture it, like ask questions. In a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Don't just put your money in because you have money. You get it? Don't just put your money in because you have the money to put it in. You can afford it. It's just five thousand naira. Even that five thousand naira, 
God expects you to be responsible with it. Okay, so budget always budget before you spend. Always budget before you spend. Um, there's this thing that God does a lot with me. Before money comes, I'm expecting money here. Eh? Before that money comes, he can delay it a day, two days, three days, four days, one week until I sit down and write what I am going to use it to do. Like, these are my expenses. I, not just having it in my head, or this is what I want to do, this is what I want to achieve. But I sit and write it down, put the cost, like put it down, the money won't come. Do you understand? It's a way he used to discipline me. Okay? So you can also take that from me. Um, don't just spend. Don't even spend off your head. Have a document of it. Like this is what I'm going to say. This is a rough estimate of what I'm supposed to spend on this. So you can monitor how your money goes and where your money goes. Remember, money without country is bad. Okay? You tell your money where to go, not the other way around. That is how it's supposed to be. Okay, it's not supposed to control you. You are su- supposed to control it. So Jesus said so many things about money. He said to ask the Father. He said to trust the Father. Is that if 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 God clothes the grass, how much more you, His own image and likeness? Do you understand? Whatever, you just ask. Okay, ask Him. Lord, I need money for this and this and that and that and that. Come plain. Come boldly before his throne. Don't feel like God is going to deny you. Okay? It's true that money doesn't fall from heaven, but he knows where he kept it. It is his earth. He knows who is holding your money. We are stewards. The money that's in your bank account right now, it's not your own. It's for somebody. You are going to transfer it into somebody's account very soon. Who will probably transfer it into somebody's account. God is the one running this thing, okay? Not not money. God is the one running our lives. Alright, so Jesus said a lot about money. And if you go through scriptures, you are going to see so many, so many, so many things about money, about finances, particularly in the book of Proverbs, okay? If you have a 30-day, a 31 day month is that one day month please try to read one proverb a day you don't even have to have a third one day month just squeeze in the last two or the last day right every day we should be reading one proverb it's it is needed okay read it across different versions of the bible it addresses a lot about money in so many verses that will help you okay that will help you so much okay so in the next episode we're going to be talking about the salvation package of wealth do stay tuned don't move don't 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 move okay (laughs) the book of second corinthians 8 verse 9 nlt version says you know the generous grace of our lord jesus christ though he was rich yet for your sakes he became poor so that by his poverty he could make you rich philippians 4 19 says god shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in christ jesus the riches in glory in christ jesus that's the emphasis in christ jesus it's in christ jesus luke 22 verse 35 says when i sent you without purse and scrip and shoes lacked ye anything and they said nothing so whether you're just the average christian or you are the christian ministering to the needs of ministers Oh, you are the minister itself. Just know that the Lord is our shepherd. We are financially covered. Do you understand? We are financially covered. Lacked ye anything. Okay? Lacked ye anything. Lacked ye anything. Look at... Just just open your eyes right now and look around you. Since the beginning of this year, have you never had food to eat? 
have you never had water clean water to drink have you never had clothes have you never had the basic necessity did you sleep under the bridge did you have to sleep in church did you have to sleep on the streets or did you have to borrow money because you don't have were you never paid did you never have a customer at least one customer pay you was there anything that you lacked so much that you felt like cursing god like this god is not real look around you say like be honest with yourself right now did you lack anything was there any need he did not supply God is faithful to his word. Sometimes we really need to cut our eyes because the Bible says godliness with contentment is great gain. That contentment factor is what a lot of Christians have thrown out of the window. We want to be godly and worldly at the same time. We want to be godly and greedy at the same time. And that's not what God is for. Okay? Be honest with yourself. Sit down. Lacked ye anything? Is there anything that Jesus did not do for you. Hmm? The Lord is our shepherd. We lack nothing. In this kingdom, we lack nothing. And if he has been faithful from day one to this present moment, there is nothing that could stand in our way called lack. There is nothing. The one who, who was so rich... He became so poor that in him would be so rich, would inherit his riches in glory, in splendor in Christ Jesus. You are not poor, child of God. You are not broke, okay? You need to be honest with you. Stop lying to yourself. Stop allowing people to lie to you. You are not broke. You are not poor. The economy is probably deceiving you. <laughs> okay, so... The children of wealthy, okay. The children of wealthy parents don't talk about lack. Okay, I don't want to give examples here, but think about the, the, the so to say, wealthy people that you know. Have you ever heard their children say, "I don't, I don't have, I don't have money, I don't have money, I don't have money to buy it." Like, even if they're going to ever say that, the next thing is uh, when I get to my house, my father, or oh, I'll ask my mom. They, they, there's, there's always this confidence they even work with like uh, we will get uh, I can't afford it <laughs> so why should we children of God like God children of God start feeling like uh, uh, anyway better face so, uh, we thank God for today we thank God for today <laughs> why should we live a defeated life there is so much that meets the eye for us okay we are kings and priests ordained by the lord jesus christ there is so much god has packaged for us and we need to open our eyes to see it we need to believe it in our hearts that the lord supplies all our needs according to his riches in glory in christ jesus we need we really 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 need to see god in everything we need to see him supplying these things we need to believe the word of god okay so what hinders us despite knowing all of this and and we're still living below god's expectation what hinders us number one is our mind right yeah it's it's as simple as that our mind Philemon 1.14 says, But without your mind, or without your consent, would I do nothing? That your benefit should not be as it were of necessity, but willingly. Another version says, So it doesn't look as if I forced you. Okay? But you willingly gave in. Jesus would... <laughs> he, he needs our mind to work with him. You get it. He needs our mind to agree with him that we have everything we need. He needs our mind to be prosperous. Third John 2 says our prosperity, or it talks about our prosperity being in direct relationship with the prosperity of our soul, of our mind. 
the mind is one of the biggest problems that christian has christians have forgive me one of the biggest problems christians have the mind so it feels like from the day we're born again we just take our mind and throw it away i'm telling you like well zombies whatever god says right and then we never think and then we get into so much trouble and realize that at some point god was expecting us to think you <laughs> you understand when a child is born the father thinks for that child the mother thinks for that child the baby is crying and okay the mother is like uh, okay i think she's hungry and all that and to try it and see that okay she really is hungry weather starts to change and the parents are like, okay give um wear her thick clothes the, the 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 parents think for them but to get to a stage or yeah a stage where this child will grow into and when he behaves wrongly one of the questions the father will say is are you thinking straight do you understand because they expect that your mind has been developed (laughs) you get it so even in your christian faith there's a part that god expects you to grow up okay he expects you to understand some things he expects you to know some things right and he 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 wants your mind to be fruitful towards his work in your life towards his promises towards his um uh everything that he's told us his word okay we haven't understood what god expects from us fully or expects from us yet right that's another issue we try to measure our wealth as the world measures it we seek wealth for the reasons they seek it we go after it the way they go after it for the reasons they go after it and it's a problem because we are not of the world even though we we interact with the economy in our countries we are not of our country there's a reason god gives wealth look about look 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 at the life of job job was a a a stinky rich man a very wealthy man and somewhere in the book of job you hear him say i was the eyes to the blind I judged matters. The princes respected me. I was always there for the poor. I was the husband to the widows. That's why God gives wealth. That people would have access to it through you. Not so you can have a special seat in government house. <laughs> or you have a special seat in church especially church that one that one really annoys me <laughs> i'm telling you I'm, I'm, this is the truth it annoys me oh you have a special seat in heaven nope god gives wealth so other people can have access to it through you okay so he, he trusts you with wealth all right so we can't seek for wealth because you know if you don't if you don't have money you are left out it's it's better you are left out and you go to heaven in peace i'm telling you because wealth wealth can be so distracting you know when it's a lot when it's without control it can be distracting when it's without understanding and purpose it can be very distracting destructive as well okay so we must be careful our minds are the major issues are a lot that we need to sit down and start thinking it's not it's like like it's not something that we can talk about in five minutes it's something that we all of us we need to sit down and think what exactly is my mind about money what exactly is my mind right what what's what was my thinking what's my orientation what's my dispensation towards these things okay because we must be willing even in our minds to take it 
God's way, God's purpose, God's principles of money are not mammons, not ours. Okay, so fix your mind and watch things change. Number two is identity. Some of us have found ourselves in difficult economic situations prevalent around the whole world. Some of us live in lands where there is rampant famine and depression. Like, every day is inflation. Every day, prices of things are high. Every day, prices are unstable. Every day, things are expensive or unaffordable every day there is one issue or the other for a price hike <laughs> so what do we do we must always remember that we are not of this world even though we interact with the immediate environment the economy in the country our bread and butter actually does come from god and not the president psalm 106 verse 25 says he gives food to all flesh including your own Psalm 145 verse 15 says, The eyes of all wait upon you, and you give them their food in due season. Psalm 104 verse 27 says, All creatures look to you to give them their food in due season. God feeds you, child of God, not the government. God feeds you. The fact that you, he would use the economy to favor you doesn't mean that it's your president or your vice president or the governor or no it is god we must learn as in be be determined to see god the hand of god in everything that we do it will help us so much i'm telling you we must see it as god somebody walks past you and just dash you one key like you know i just feel like giving this money take it's god thank you okay it is god we must we must be determined to see god's hand in everything the more we acknowledge this the more we would see it and the less pressure the hassles of the economy will put on us whether they wake up today and and the the country is facing north and tomorrow the country is facing west the next day the country is facing east you are always looking upward who I'll look up to the hills from where comes my help. My help comes from the Lord God who made the heavens and the earth. You understand? Our total dependency should be on God. We are the tutelage of heaven. Okay? We are being catered for by the kingdom of God. Check scriptures. Check scriptures. You may interact with the government all you want. It is God that is running your matter. I'm telling you, don't let what's happening around you deceive you. Guard your mind. Guard your heart. Be determined to give God the glory for every one naira that enters your hand. Whether you have one customer today or you have 10 or 25, it is God that led them to you so that you will have. Do you understand? Number three is that we don't pray for the government. And it's a command that was given to us in 1 Timothy 2 verse 1 to 2. It says that I exhort you therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. So that's basically, first of all, before anything else, pray for the government. Before anything else, pray for Buhari. Before anything else, pray for Trump. Before anything else, pray for the president. Pray for the men in authority. Pray for the governor. Pray for uh, the local government chairman. Pray, Pray for everyone in authority. Pray for the pastor. Pray for the bishop. Pray for the current president. So that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty with the number of churches and christians in the world okay this this world is supposed to be very quiet and very peaceable like we are the salt of the earth we are preserving everything this world is supposed to be very calm no trouble at all 
we're supposed to be the envy of hell and and <laughs> and all the aliens in other universe if if those things are real right <clears throat> but the reverse is the case sadly and the truth is that we don't pray for men in authority we pray about them or we pray against them in this country we pray against them we hardly pray for them yet yet the instruction the command that was given to us christians is to pray for all men in authority so that we'll live a peaceable life there is a reason god said this and we need to take it up the more we do this the more we do this things are going to change okay we have the key in our hands but we'd rather use the slippers to open the door it just won't work you have the key in your hands but you want to use your slippers your your shiny slippers cinderella slippers to open an iron door it won't work and when there's trouble you start to uh, usually it's even funny that when there's trouble you see that it's, it's very it's, it's the it's christians that suffer the most <laughs> see no look at it now look at it who is being persecuted the most they kill christians anyhow like foul like rat yet we're supposed to be the ones pray so that there will be peace so this is this is one very critical place that we need to we need to shine more light on the first time god talked to me about this i was like oh okay 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 all right and then he came again that's <laughs> why i knew that he was really serious about this thing like we need to pray for them it's not throw your your sentiments away throw throw your anger your hatred away and just pray as though you don't even know who's on the seat lord i pray for the the president of this country today i pray for the house of representatives i pray for the senate that today that we make decisions according to the will of god because the hands of kings are in his hands so pray so that god will turn it in our favor or not you want to live in peace you 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 like you like trouble or you like to be the endangered species god forbid so let's do what is needful for us when we return we'll be rounding up (laughs) i hope you've enjoyed the session so far thank you please don't forget it is facebook.com forward slash my identity is light you will definitely see a post uh about this particular session on finances there you can drop all your comments all your questions testimonies as well we're welcome to get everything okay and if you want to leave a voice message on anchor it's anchor.fm forward slash my identity is light please get on with me i want to hear so much so much from you thank you let's round up in the next episode Therefore, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. You are not broke, and you can never be broke. The kingdom of God will always finance your dreams and your purpose on it. Don't forget it. Don't forget it, okay? You are the tutelage of heaven. God is responsible for your life. All right? He is responsible for all that concerns you. If he knows how many strands of hair are on your head then surely he is most detailed about your life he created you before you were born he knows everything right he knows the path that you're treading on he knows okay so he's responsible for your life and he is more than ready to show his glory his splendor he's ready to use it to show off to the world that see you can get wealth in god there is nothing like church rat again you can be godly content and wealthy you can be a job an abraham a david a solomon okay and and never lose your salvation you won't follow strange women and do very disheartening things because you are in christ jesus you can stand as god's um, peace masterpiece right god's example to the whole world that man 
we are of the kingdom of god we are not broke here okay so just make sure that you do the needful do like do the needful do the needful work hard okay pray for the men in authority change your mindset all right get employed if you are not yet employed just get something a skill just make sure you are working do something okay be employable too be a person of integrity trust god for everything pray about everything trust god for everything like trust god put all your trust in god all right and it's bound to be excellently great for you lord i pray for everyone who has listened in this week i pray for your grace okay i pray for your grace to put these words to to use okay i pray for your grace to prove your word that it is true and there is no lie in it at all that indeed you are the god of abraham the wealthy abraham you are the god of the wealthy isaac you are the god of the wealthy jacob of david of solomon of jesus christ and of me too and that you have a perfect plan for me it's the plan of riches in christ jesus lord i pray for everyone that your grace remains with us that you take us from glory to glory through it all lord show yourself strong and mighty show that you are god you are not going anywhere soon prove yourself in our lives help us to reform our minds by your word to be to be renewed oh lord in the spirit of our mind by your word not to be conformed to this word in any way at all but to be godly and content to see your hand to to really see your hand in all that concerns us and give you the glory unashamedly in jesus name father i bless you and i bless your people and i declare that it is well with us it is well with our finances as well with all that concerns us we will not curse god we will not take the name of the lord in vain because of money god forbid in the name of jesus christ let the blessings of god the father the son and the holy spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore and the saints of god shall say amen thank you so much for being here thank you for another beautiful session with you um I love you so much (laughs) and so does your father jesus loves you so much okay never forget that uh we'll see you next week of of course i'll see you next week twice as much as um as we are today yes our population is going to increase twice as much at least twice as much i'm sure because when whenever we hear something that's valuable we always would want to share okay so while you share please make sure you know that uh, it is facebook.com forward slash my identity is light write it down somewhere in case it's too long for you to memorize but it's easy now my identity is light anchor.fm forward slash my identity is light and know that i love you so much god bless you have a fabulous weekend don't forget to go to church on sunday pay your tithe if you haven't been doing that pay your tax as well um Put every principle that you know in the book of Proverbs, in the book of Luke, Matthew, from Genesis to Revelation, about finances to work and prove God if he will not open the two-leaved gates, in fact. Not just the windows, but the two-leaved gates. And pour you out a blessing that will make you a wonder to your world. God bless you. Have a beautiful evening. I love you. Bye.